Are you a Saskatchewan-based Métis entrepreneur looking to start or grow your business? Welcome to Make It Your Business with Victoria Gagné from the Clarence Campo Development Fund, a recognized and successful business resource dedicated to guiding and supporting Métis entrepreneurs on their path to success. With a focus on the Métis community, we share our story and our clients' stories about starting their businesses and how we support them from start to finish. We also deliver innovative financial and professional advice to help you start and run a successful business. Join Victoria and her guests and gain an understanding of the services, programs, and support available for you. This podcast is powered by Proudmouth. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Make It Your Business with Victoria Gagne of CCDF. Victoria, what's going on? I'm uh, good, Eric, like excited for this new year um, and excited for the conversation we're going to have today. Yeah, me too. I, I'm, I'm so excited because you've got the title celebrating 25 years with CCDF and you have CEO Pam Larson on the show and you're you're giving me the honor of reading your bio. Yes, I am. All right, here we go. So Pam was born and raised in Prince Albert. Pam Larson is the CEO of the Clarence Campo Development Fund. As CEO, Pam is proud to provide leadership and innovative finance opportunities to CCDF's clients. Since taking over as CEO in 2017, she's achieved record-breaking loan and grant issuance for CCDF and says her top priority is the success of Métis entrepreneurs and communities. She is a believer in lifelong learning and professional development, has a love for travel and experiencing new cultures, and she enjoys spending time with her children, parents, and two dogs. We're dog people. We love dogs. Uh, and she is passionate and brings a wealth of knowledge and energy to her work and sincerely enjoys supporting Métis entrepreneurs in achieving business success. Pam, I'm so excited for this interview. Victoria, thank you so much for bringing her on the show. Yeah, I, I, I'm so excited too. You know, um, we, we titled this Celebrating 25 Years of CCDF. Um, we just finished our 25 years that we celebrated in 2022, and we thought to kick off the new year, let's reflect back on the past 25 years, let's look forward to the next 25 years, and who better to have on than our CEO and fearless leader. So thanks so much, Pam, for, for coming on today and chatting. Well, thank you so much for having me, Victoria, and thank you, Eric, for the introduction. Um, yeah, and I, I think to kind of kick the conversation off, um, you know, lots of our clients, lots of, lots of our listeners get to interact with our business development specialists on a daily basis, um, but sometimes they don't see the the people who make everything else happen and really run the fund like yourself. Um, so would you mind starting off just introducing yourself? Tell me, tell me the story about how you came to work at CCDF and what the fund was like when you started. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, as Eric mentioned in my intro, I've been with CCDF for 12 and a half years now. Um, and I came to CCDF because in 2010, the CEO at the time, um, was growing the fund. He had just secured two new programs for CCDF federal programs. One was the Métis Energy and Resource Program, and the other one was the Métis Economic Development Sector Program. So the fund had grown, I think, from about six staff to 12. It was growing really rapidly. Uh, they had secured probably an additional $7 million for the fund. 
and he had just wanted to, um, he needed an accountant. He needed someone with a designation, uh, someone to oversee the contracts and the reporting, automate the accounting system, analyze complex deals that they would be dealing with, um, ensure compliance with legislation, um, and ensure that we were following GAAP. Uh, we are a legislated entity, and so making sure that we're accountable and transparent is, is important values that we take very seriously. And we manage public dollars, and so that's how I came to um, work here at CCDF. When I first started in 2010, we had volume of about 1.3 million, and we provided about 27 loans to Métis entrepreneurs in 2011 after we secured the new funding, we had increased our lending to 5.7 million and provided 42 loans to Métis entrepreneurs throughout Saskatchewan. Wow, that's incredible. It's it's so interesting because, you, as you know, I came on in 2019, I think it was. <laughs> I should have fact-checked that beforehand. But um, I'm coming up on four years and just like the growth I've seen in the past four years, but thinking of you know, when, when you started and we're doing 27 loans a year, I think, um, some of our business development specialists are like (laughs) almost close to that. Now it's, we just keep getting busier and busier as, as new, um, things come on and, and it's really exciting. And I guess my next question would be what, what to you is most meaningful about the work we do. You know, we talk about these new programs and the amount of entrepreneurs we're able to grow and, and help what's, What's most meaningful to you? I think you said it, Victoria, just the work we do, our people, our programs, our services, we help eliminate barriers and provide opportunities for Métis people. And that's so rewarding. So it's rewarding to be able to come to a job that you love, um, that inspires you to get up in the morning and the Métis people we work with are great. So we just we're allowed to invest in the strengths of Métis entrepreneurs and allow them to do what they do. Um, Secondly, I would say that we live by our mission here at CCDF. It's not just a statement. I know a lot of organizations have visions and missions and they put them on the wall, but a lot of the employees don't you know, what, know what those truly are. And at CCDF, we believe in our mission that our programs and our services services improve the economic circumstances of our Métis people and in turn benefit all of Saskatchewan people. And I truly believe myself and the staff at CCDF, um, we, we believe in what we do and our programs are innovative and we're always evolving. We're always looking to find better ways of doing things. We provide the loans and the grants Métis entrepreneurs need to succeed. We provide pre and post loan care. And most importantly, we build trusting, respectful and professional relationships with our clients. And it's those clients that it's those relationships that, you know, make us successful and make them successful. That's, that's so true. And that's something that has stuck with me through my, my time at CCDF is it truly isn't just like lip service that, um, I remember like really distinctly, I don't know if it was a year ago, I, the years all blur together now. Um, but we had a, um, like a, a vision session with all our staff and our board. And it was really incredible to just hear the authenticity in all our staff, all our board, that it was just our clients first and the passion that every single one of us has for, for serving Métis entrepreneurs and, and being Métis people, serving Métis people, I think is, 
is really special and, and unique about the fund. And, and it, it's like you said, it's exciting to get up and go to work every day. So it, it makes a huge difference and, and it's because of your leadership too. Oh, thank you for that. Well, you know, Victoria, working here, I mean, you've experienced it, right? We never really stand still. And because we're a small organization, yes, we have a mandate to support Métis entrepreneurs, but we can modify our programs and services and we can partner with other people and we can mm-hmm. foster networking. So we can just, we can do so much more for them. And, and as a team, we're all very passionate. And so we work hard to provide the best service we can to Métis entrepreneurs to ensure that they succeed. Absolutely. And I think that kind of leads into my next question um, is what, what kind of impact have you seen over your career at CCDF? Like, are there any stories that come to mind that, that like really epitomize that impact? I remember my first client and I think I've shared the pot, the story on the podcast before, but for those who haven't heard, like, I remember my very first client, they were like as we were working on the funding application, they were so committed to starting this project uh, that they were like drywalling and mudding and taping their own walls in in their business, just so ready to make this happen from themselves for themselves and to be able to approve that loan and and see them get started and and see our uh, Métis entrepreneur grow and, and access other programs is just, to me, that epitomizes the impact that we're just able to enable incredible entrepreneurs to do what they know how to do best. Um, so do you have any stories of, of the kind of impact or what kind of impact have you seen? Well, just to build on what you said, um, I know we had a women's leadership roundtable and the entrepreneur specifically that you were talking about talked at this roundtable and they said that they wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for CCDF, um, for our business or financial and our personal personal support that initially when they went to the banks, their idea was turned down, but because of CCDF's assistance, they were able to make their business a reality. And so, you know, that's really rewarding to see. And a lot of times we don't hear those stories that we don't know that they were turned down from the banks, but when they come to CCDF and we help them with a professional business plan and, you know, we give them that personal support so they can go back to the bank and secure that last little piece of term lending and their deal is approved, you know, that's, that's a big deal. And, and we don't, they don't always share those stories with us. So it it was really nice to hear. Um, I think Métis people just need an opportunity, someone to take a chance on them and their businesses. And once given the chance, I think the sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. Over the last six years, um, we've been really focused on sharing our client stories so we can inspire other entrepreneurs. And you can hear them on the on prior podcasts that you've done or find written stories on our website or in our annual report. So we're really trying to tell our client stories. So, so other entrepreneurs in Saskatchewan are inspired. Absolutely. And it's kind of interesting because I remember when we first thought about launching this podcast, um, we got asked the question, like, what, what do we want to be known for? And And like our answer was, we want to be known by our client's success, because if our clients are successful, that means we're doing our jobs right and, and supporting them in the ways they need supported. And, and I think that what you said kind of um, echoes that and just shows, shows our heart in that. 
And then I know we're talking about individual entrepreneurs, but we also support Northern communities. So one that comes to mind is the Sarkand in Northwest Saskatchewan. So um, Buffalo Narrows wanted to open up a Sarkand. It was a, a regional community project in Northern Saskatchewan. Um, and then and the other nearest Sarkand was about 250 kilometers away in Meadow Lake. The community was really having trouble securing financing because banks don't like to lend in certain geographic locations. Um, there's a lot of risk for them. And so CCDF believed in the project and we filled the void and we financed the entire project and it created 15 jobs for the people in the community. Um, it's good for the environment. Recycling di diverts waste um, and it keeps our, our beautiful northern lakes um, nice and clean for the fishermen that actually um, fish for a living. And then it grows the Saskatchewan economy because schools, sports teams, service organizations can use bottle drives to raise funds. Um, and it's also an incentive to recycle. So, so it's a win-win for everyone. That's such a good example too, because yeah, we, we don't just support individual entrepreneurs. We support Métis communities in Saskatchewan, economic development projects. And, and that one's such a good example, like you said, of, of true sustainability, like social sustainability, environmental sustainability, economic sustainability. And, and, um, it's just really exciting to see those, those projects come to life. Um, and I know we've kind of been talking about some stories, but I'm curious, are there any fund highlights or milestones now that you're particularly proud of from the past 25 years of CCDF? Like thinking over the 25 years, you know, we've had new programs, we've had milestones in terms of funding numbers and, and legislation and all of this. Um, is, is there any highlights um, that stand out to you? When I think about highlights, I'll just maybe speak about, you know, the years that I've been here at CCDF and in particular, the last six while I've been the CEO of CCDF. And the biggest one that sticks out is just building relationships with other organizations. And so in order to do more for the Métis people of Saskatchewan, we've built a pretty strong relationship with the National Aboriginal Capital Corporation Association. And so they administer federal programs. And through NACA, we've been able to access emergency loans. So when COVID hit, we were able to react and provide um, loans to entrepreneurs so they could keep their businesses up and running. Um, we got COVID grant money for entrepreneurs um, after the fact. We just secured, as you know, an Indigenous women's program, which provides us the capacity to finance home-based businesses and provide them a little grant to help them start. And it also allows us to provide business training that they need to succeed. Um, but the biggest milestone, I think, was securing the Métis Entrepreneurship Equity Program. So that's our grant program for entrepreneurs. Um, this grant program will help them uh, start up their business. They receive a grant of up to $99,999,000, and it can be used for expenses that CCDF's traditional programs can't cover, such as business valuations, website development, marketing, accounting support. Um, so when this 
new program is stacked with our regular program. The client has to borrow less money from the banks or credit unions. Their cash flow is stronger in the early years. They have more money available for their everyday expenses, and they have money available to hire staff to help them grow their business. So um, I would say partnerships are key. And I could talk about many partnerships we have, but this is probably the most significant partnership that's helped CCDF grow and helped our Métis people. I, I completely agree that um, Métis Entrepreneur Equity Program just really changed the game in terms of how we're able to support clients. Um, it was, it was really exciting and to see how much more we could start to do for clients. So, um, shameless plug. If you have not accessed the MEEP grant before and you're looking to expand, that is available to you. So please call us, um, give your business development specialist a call. Um, I know our relationship with NAC has been incredible. Um, I'm so excited for what's to come. We're launching a mentorship program for Métis women too, which I'm, I'm really excited about in this new year. So call us if, if you're a startup in your first year of business and interested in some mentorship as well. But, um, I think that's really important is that we're, we're always looking to be collaborative and, and figure out how we can best serve our clients through, whether it's through our programs or our relationships with other organizations. And I, I think what we're talking about really encompasses what economic reconciliation truly is. And I think the people that designed and structured CCDF 25 years ago were, were really forward-looking and designed a program that governments, organizations, individuals are really aspiring to create today. And CCDF was designed and created all before um, reconciliation language really was um, a popular terminology before economic reconciliation was a buzzword or anything like that. And I'm just curious, um, you know, in the context of this conversation, what does economic reconciliation mean to you? You know, we've talked about it with communities, with individuals, but um, what are what are your thoughts on economic reconciliation? Just to go off what you said, Victoria, as is, is you're right, I think CCDF was formed way before, you know, it's time. They didn't realize that it was a form of economic reconciliation, but it really is. CCDF is unique. It's probably the only Aboriginal financial institution in Canada that offers equity loans. So our loans are 0% unsecured, makes, which makes it easier for Métis entrepreneurs to access other capital. Um, in saying that, like I said, we're unique. And to me, economic reconciliation means creating opportunities for Indigenous people, and in our case, Métis people, to achieve their full potential. It's ensuring Métis people have equitable access to opportunities, jobs, training, and education. And I truly believe that's what we do. I know from working with Métis entrepreneurs, you know, once their business is up and running and they start hiring employees, they look to hire Indigenous employees and they're willing to train them so they can generate wealth for their, themselves and their families. And so it's just, you know, just giving people an opportunity really to show you what they can do. Absolutely. And I, I think that's, you know, something I, I say a lot when we're talking to um, like banks, credit unions, um, other organizations that are kind of in this economic development space is I think there's a lot of myths out there. 
Um, We talked about it on the Finance Cafe podcast as well, but I think it's important for this conversation too is is we talked about how these systems like like banking, um, lending, were not created with Indigenous people in mind at all. Um, And what's unique about CCDF is we were created specifically for Métis people. And I think there's this myth or this perception that that the way things have always been done is the way they have to continue to be done. And um, taking huge amounts of security, for example, if you look at CCDF, we're an unsecured lender and have less than 1% delinquency rate on our loan portfolio. Like that's incredible and just shows that, um, you know, when you really invest and build relationship with entrepreneurs who are incredible and passionate about their communities, like you said, and creating opportunities for themselves, their families, their communities. Um, I think our numbers speak for themselves in terms of that, that um, relationship we have with, with our, um, with our entrepreneurs and, and their ability to, to, to pay that back. And then we're able to lend that out to another entrepreneur looking for a chance. And, and so I think it's, I, I really hope people look to CCDF as a model, honestly, for economic reconciliation, because it is unique. And I think what CCDF does is really challenges that traditional system that that things don't always have to be the way they were. And if your programs weren't created with Indigenous people in mind, they can be modified. And, and there's innovative ways to do that. And CCDF is really a model for that. Um, and I think you know, due to your leadership, Pam, we're, we're always looking at ways to improve that model too. And I think that's really exciting. And, and, you know, pivoting to now thinking about, you know, from economic reconciliation more broadly, do you have any thoughts on how non-Indigenous organizations can be engaging in meaningful economic reconciliation? I mean, one thing that comes to mind when you say that is that they need to look at things differently. Like you said, um, CCDF is unique. So a lot of times people say, well, how come there's specific programs for indigenous people? Why, why are, why are they getting help? And, and I like to say that it's like, it's not a handout, it's a hand up. So a lot of times indigenous people don't have a lot of equity to invest in their business or don't have a lot of credit. And so I think non-indigenous organizations such as banks or anybody really needs to look at the person, needs to look at character, needs needs to look at other things than just the numbers in order to make their decision. Um, because Indigenous people don't often fit into those molds that they've created. The other thing I think they need to do is just educate themselves and understand the history of Indigenous people. They need to hire Indigenous talent um, and bring them into the organizations to change the way that they do things. And then on the supply chain chain side, they need to hire Indigenous-owned companies Um, it'll probably be one of the best decisions they've ever made. Métis entrepreneurs are hardworking, they're resilient, and they provide exceptional service. And you mentioned that before when you were talking about, you know, even through COVID, our delinquency is under like 0.5% on a portfolio of $19 million and we're unsecured. And so Métis people are hardworking people and they just need to be given an opportunity. That's excellent. And I, I really hope that some of the, the non-Indigenous organizations that are really looking to um, uh, engage in, in this reconciliation work um, 
kind of, you know, an invitation to reach out to us as well. But look at these models that Indigenous people have created and think about how you can support them because they exist, um, you know, throughout throughout the country. Um, and I think, um, you know, it's I, I'm just so impressed by the people who created the fund and how forward looking they were and and the ability to to put Métis people first in, in our model. And and it's truly an honor to work here. And um, I'm excited for the next 25 years. And I'm curious what you think about the next 25 years. You know, we just spent this conversation reflecting back on, on the fund. Um, and we've hit an incredible milestone of 25 years of CCDF and serving Métis entrepreneurs. But what's your vision for the fund for the next 25 years? What are you excited about and, and what are you hoping to accomplish? Um, I mean, the next 25 years we can, I'm, I'm just so excited. I mean, right now I have to say that the staff I have here at CCDF is one of the best group of people I've ever worked with. We're all passionate. Um, we all work really hard and we want to provide the best service to Métis entrepreneurs. So, um, with that, you know, I think we'll continue creating partnerships so we can do more with less. Um, if we're not duplicating, services within the ecosystem, we can reach more people. And I think that's the key. I mean, we've done great work over the years, but, you know, ideally one day I would like to walk out there to a non-Indigenous person and tell them I work for Clarence Campo Development Fund and they'll know exactly who we are. I think there's lots of entrepreneurs that don't know about us. We're still a, a hidden secret. And so just being able to, you know, spread awareness and tell them about the good work that CCDF does and, and tell those good stories about Indigenous people and how they're making a difference in, in the economy and impacting the economy and creating employment and wealth for others. I think those are great stories. On the program side of things, I'd love to see a youth program um, come to be similar to our Indigenous women's program that we just launched this year. I think youth could use... Um, equity to start and grow their businesses. And I know that youth is the fastest growing de demographic um, in the Indigenous population. So I, th I think that's that'll be wise for us to focus on a youth program. I'd love to see some type of online on-demand educational and training resource. I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, with the basics when starting a business. They know how to they know what their business is. They know what they're specializing in, but it's all the other, the other things like whether or not they should incorporate or how they should structure their business. Um, how do they advertise their business? Um, what legal services do they need? Do they need an accountant? You know, like all those technical pieces that, you know, maybe are not their strengths. And so I'd like to be able to give them guidance on how to start their business, um, set the base so that they're successful as, as they grow their business. In 2017, we had launched a community economic development program. So I would like to, to reintroduce a program similar to that, somewhat modified, and build capacity in our Métis communities because Métis community-owned businesses benefit the communities and, and um, employ people within the communities. So I think that's something I would like to see. It's just endless. I could think of many, many, many more initiatives. Um, and I think we'll get there. But um, 
the the sky is really the limit for the next 25 years. So it it'll be based on partnerships, securing some additional capital, um, and, and probably some human capital too. So I, I'm excited about the next 25 years, and um, I could see the fund growing, and hopefully we can we can reach all Métis people in Saskatchewan if they want to become an entrepreneur. I. I'm so excited for the next 25 years of CCDF too. I, I just think it's been a really fun conversation being able to reflect back on the past 25 years um, and all we've been able to do and grow and accomplish. And, and it makes me excited for the future. And just if you're a Métis entrepreneur listening to us and you heard about CCDF 15, 10, 5, one year ago, um, I encourage you to check out our website at clarencecampo.com because we're always introducing new programs. Pam mentioned the Métis Entrepreneur Equity Program grant, our new women's program. Um, so if you you thought you knew what we were doing, um, I'd encourage you to check back and and continue to. And, and hopefully, you know, as we sit back and record an episode um, 25 years from now, reflecting on 50 years, you know, we'll be able to tell one of your stories or, you know, at our 30th. And, and so if you've always had a dream of, of opening a business, starting a business, um, or if you have a community project, um, please give us a call, send us an email at info at clarencecampo.com. And, and we would love to have you be the next story we, we talk about and, and share your success. So Thank you so much, Pam, for this conversation. I've really appreciated sitting back and reflecting on on 25 years and, and where we have to go and, and to grow. So thank you for this conversation. Thanks for having me, Victoria. This has been fantastic. And like you said, I'm looking forward to the next 25 years. So good things are going to happen. Now, we're not writing anything in stone, but Pam and Victoria, I hope both of you are there for 25 more years because just in the short time, Victoria, that you've done this podcast, I have been so blessed by the stories and hearing of the successes that your clients are having um, and that CCDF is having. I, I just love it. I, I love it. And, and I think it's fantastic. If there's somebody that may be new to the podcast or maybe they just don't know all the things that CCDF has accomplished or what they do, um, a conversation needs to be had. How do they reach out to you and, and get a hold of you so they can have that conversation? Yes. Yeah, so um, anyone can call our offices in Regina or Saskatoon. You can also send us an email at info at clarencecampo.com or head to our website, clarencecampo.com. And we've got an inquiry form on every page. You can fill that out with your business idea and someone will will give you a call to talk about it. Fantastic. Again, Pam and Victoria, thank you so much for this. And of course, our last thank you always goes to the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Make It Your Business podcast with Victoria Gagne. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Victoria comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly in your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at CCDF, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Make It Your Business, the podcast that identifies market opportunities and provides Saskatchewan-based Métis entrepreneurs with innovative financing and business advice. Have questions about topics covered during the show? Visit www.clarencecampo.com, email us at info at or give us a call at 306 657 
1-800-227-4870. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the hosts and or guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Clarence Campo Development Fund. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor, accountant, or other qualified business service providers with any questions you may have regarding your individual situation.